0: Hi everyone this is Aaron Passantine, and today I have Eric Schanauer here and he was born on October 23rd and as he grew up he had a great interest in the Wizard of Oz stories by L. Frank Baum and as he got older he got interested in the movie and then he wanted to start writing his own Wizard of Oz books and really continue on in the legacy that L. Frank Baum had left off today and as the years went by eric had gotten several books in fact many books published and he ended up illustrating manuscripts and produced some graphic art novels on the wizard of oz and after graduation he actually first received his first professional comic assignment and he did the lettering on an issue of a comic book called warp that was published by first comics today eric still continues writing oz novels and continues to speak like children and audience of all ages in his books. Hi, Eric. Hi, Aaron. How are you today? I'm fine. Good. Well, let me first ask you, how in, did you actually get interested in The Wizard of Oz books and in the movie?
1: Well, I first saw the movie, the first time I remember seeing the movie, I was six years old. I was in first grade, and I saw it on television. I only saw it on a black-and-white set. The uh, first several times I saw it was in black and white, so I didn't know that it turned to color after the first section. Uh, after I saw the movie, I would have my sister and our friends play Wizard of Oz, and I was really enthusiastic about it. I, I loved the movie. One time when my parents took me to a bookstore, this is a few months later, mm-hmm. I came across four of the Oz books by L. Frank Baum. I was allowed to pick out one book and two my parents to buy and bring home and I picked the road to Oz hmm. uh, my parents read me a chapter every night and from then on I, was to, I decided I wanted everything that had anything to do with Oz hmm. so I uh, eventually bought all the Oz books and read them all and it, it's been you know many years since then so Oz has filled quite a bit of time and places in my life uh, yes. Not very long after I fell in love with the Oz books, I decided I wanted to write and draw my own Oz books. hmm There had been a lot of different authors of the Oz books that followed L. Frank Baum. They had continued the series after his death, and I didn't see any reason why I couldn't be the next one. Yes. So uh, eventually, I did write and draw my own Oz stories. And I mean, I, I started right away when I was a child to write and draw my own Oz stories, but yes. those aren't very good. And after my childhood attempts at writing and drawing Oz stories, I eventually became a professional cartoonist. And the first thing I, the first major Oz project I did was Oz, a series of Oz graphic novels, um, you know, comic books. Yes. Based on the odd books with the characters and continuing their adventures.
0: That's amazing. Now, as the years go by, I know you're much older now, but, um, and I always ask um, certain people this, depending on how they respond, but now, when you look at things now, did you see when you were younger that you were actually, you know, really going to do this and see what has become to as it is today?
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't have any idea as a child where my interest in Oz would lead me. Mm-hmm. And it's led many different places, there many different rich, fulfilling experiences, mm-hmm. meeting people and, and doing work. Um, but when I was a kid, I wanted to write and draw Oz books. So yes. I didn't know exactly what form they were going to take. I assumed that I would be and writing books very much in the same format, and that they would look very much like the original books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they—they they didn't. I mean, many of them, many of the projects I illustrated and written haven't looked like that. Yes. Um, but I would say that, yeah, I knew, I knew what I wanted, and I eventually did it.
0: Yeah, that's great. I just also admire your illustrations for your books because, and I'm sure everybody else can agree that they are so much the classic type of illustrations for Oz, and I just, it's hard to find other people, um, you know, like yourself that can actually do something like that, they would say to the T of looking so close, you know?
1: Yeah, well thank you Aaron. one of the reasons I fell in love with the Oz books when I was a child were the illustrations mm-hmm. by John R. Neal. Yes. He's still one of my favorite illustrators. And as far as I'm concerned, the way he drew Oz is the way Oz really looks. Yes. But when I draw my versions of Oz, they're very closely based on Neal's drawings. He's a foundation for everything. Um, mm-hmm. Other people, you know, Some people who aren't familiar with the book look at my work and wonder why I don't draw Dorothy looking like Judy Garland. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I totally understand where they're coming from, but for me, the 1939 MGM movie, Mm -hmm. well, I think it's a wonderful movie. It's just a version of Oz and not what Oz really looks like. Yeah. I mean, Dorothy really looks like a certain person
0: and then they the movie makers cast judy garland to play that person yes sort of i i
1: mean i'm not trying to sound like a nut here yeah i view oz on some level i have to view oz as real i mean obviously it's fictional but when i write and draw it i i view the fictional reality Mm -hmm. as something that actually exists so yes For me,
0: Dorothy is a real person. Yes. And and the... Now, I have read in um, another interview before um, that girling out for you, um, I guess, I don't know if it was when you were a teenager or after you went to college, you would... Get up and head straight over to the YMCA, swim for a few hours, and then go off and spend some time—I guess—in writing. Or you went back to school, and then um, by the time you were through it for everything, you would come back home, and then you would end up going to bed after you had supper. Can you kind of tell a little bit about that?
1: Okay, um, that was after I got out of art
0: school. I see. Okay. Uh,
1: I started. I, you know. The life of a cartoonist is pretty sedentary
0: sitting mm-hmm. at
1: a drawing table all day and I decided that I needed some sort of exercise. And you know, I'm not particularly a person who likes sports or anything like that. Yes. So I Neither do I I just had to come up with something that I would continue to do mm-hmm. on a regular basis and that ended up being swimming. I see. And I only swim for about like half an hour and I tried to do it. At least five days a week, but it usually ends up being four. I see. Three. Okay. Um, and I still swim. I mean, I've been doing it for twenty years now. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good exercise,
0: yes. and you know
1: that keeps me uh, going. I guess.
0: That's good.
1: I just think it's really important when one has a job that one spends so much time doing that when I'm not moving that I got to get out and move, keep the blood flowing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's neat. So, you never thought when you were little you could make it to the Olympics, Eric? sorry, what? You never thought when you were little you could really make it to the Olympics at all? <laughs> huh.
1: No, I was much more interested in reading and, and drawing. Yes. <laughs> than, um, getting out there and trying to compete with anybody.
0: <laughs> That's neat. Oh, well, that's good. And you get stronger too when you swim and, and I've known that too and I haven't swimmed most of my life but I have swimmed before growing up, so I know how that is, so but, but anyways, um then as you had, you know, grown up and got a little bit older actually obviously before that time, you lived in California and Maryland and Virginia and Washington State and Cuba and you know, several different places. Was that more because of your father's job or just traveling to my father my father
1: was in the u.s. coast guard i see so he was transferred every couple of years and the whole family you know went with him yes um that was the only reason that i lived so many places yes
0: when you were growing up and that was going on did you find it hard to make friends uh, you know since you were moving or did you still try to stay in contact with the friends that you made
1: well, when I was young, I whenever we moved, I usually lost contact contact with the friends I had had at the last place. Yes. Um. As an adult, looking back on that, it seems kind of strange because I certainly don't do that sort of thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I stay in contact with people.
0: That's right, that, that's how I, I see it too. <laughs> now then, um, as you got older, I guess, I'm not going to say the first time, but as you did get older and you um, ended up watching The Wizard of Oz, the 1939 musical, um, what was your perspective on it? I guess maybe when you saw it for the first time and then when you had gotten older, what, what were your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I loved it for many years. Yes. It was my favorite movie for, for a long time one thing I wanted to say about how how much impact that movie has at least had on me yes was for the first couple times of me seeing it I did not understand that Dorothy was supposed to have dreamed her trip to Oz in the movie
0: really I just
1: assumed she knew what she was talking about and everybody else poo-pooed her when she when she got back to Kansas but they that was just because they didn't know what they were talking about
0: yes that's right um I
1: Yes. And at the end it said, it was all a dream. And uh, I just felt like, what? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: nuts.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yes.
1: Um, I was, I don't know how old I was, maybe I was in third grade or something when I finally asked one of my parents, uh, if Oz is a real place. Of
0: course, my dad very bluntly said no. Yeah. And I felt disappointed, but, you
1: know, I knew, I knew it wasn't real. Yeah, you know, it's not. In the back of my mind, I yeah. knew it wasn't real. I was just really, really hoping. Yes. But. <laughs> place. That means I can make up my own Oz uh, stories, right? That's or
0: right, and sports. that's what you have done and you're continuing to do and and honestly I think you can now be thankful that you have dreams when you have them because I'm sure many times you have dreamt about being in Oz, I'm sure when right? I I have had Oz dreams, yeah. Yes, yeah, neat. Well that's that's neat. Now have and this is this wasn't planned for me to say this, but I would say, have some of the dreams that you have had over the years, have some of those translated in part and writing in some of the books that you have written?
1: Um, you know, I don't think anything that I've actually had published started with a dream. Hmm, When I was a kid, though, some of the Oz books I, I wrote had parts of dreams in them. Mhm. Okay. I remember there was one in particular one I was writing when I was like in fifth grade. hmm Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. That started out with a dream about me and a bunch of my friends being confronted by some menacing teenagers hmm. in some in a junky old station wagon. Wow. And I put that into the Oz book. Um
0: Wow. Which one was that? It's not a
1: book that that will ever see the
0: light of day. Oh, (laughs) shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay. (laughs) Look, I wrote when I was little. I see. It's not, you know, it's not very good. In my mind, I was thinking I want to find out the name. I want to read that.
1: (laughs) You don't want to read it. Okay. (laughs) Alright. It's a juvenile effort. Okay. It's is not worth
0: anybody's time. Okay.
1: older when I got to be an adult I still watched the movie every year for a while then when I was um, got the contract to write and draw Oz graphic novels I uh, suddenly became very very focused on what my vision of Oz was and I was really intolerant of anybody else's vision of Oz Mm -hmm. and the movie was so different than my vision of Oz that I just couldn't watch it anymore. Hmm. Um, I did try after a few years, try to watch it a couple times, but I generally fell asleep during it. So wow. I hadn't seen it for 15 years until last month when the the new DVD was released. Yes. Uh, there was a reception up in Los Angeles. Yes. And a screening of the DVD with all the restoration done, and. I had not seen it in 15 years, and I thought it was a great movie. (laughs) I'm so happy that it was just pretty riveting. It was a wonderful experience also to see it with an audience in a theater. I had had seen it, you know, several times before in a movie theater, Mm -hmm. but I'd never seen it with a packed audience, and I think that audience at the reception last month was there too. See that movie, you know, yes, yes, and so it was a really great, really great experience. Yes, Um, just the response of the audience to the screen. uh, A couple things that really, really impressed me, which were a surprise, were how scary that cyclone is. I know, it is great movie
0: making. I know,
1: really frightening. You're right. I, I just, you know. Someone at the end, I heard overheard someone in the audience say, oh, I guess those special effects were pretty good for 1939, and I just thought, no, those special effects were just good, period. Yeah, that's not, right. Not everything works all the time. I mean, there's some little tiny flaws that's, here and there. That's right. But yes. as a whole, I think that it, it works, and that cyclone, I mean, that's just good movie making. That's good special effects, period. You don't have to say for back
0: then. That's right. They couldn't do better today with computer-generated effects. Yeah, you're right. And I, I so agree. I mean, I think the sound, the picture, and just everything that they had brought together with it made it more alive. And, um, in fact, John Fricky told me, um, it was shortly before October 25th, and I, I spoke to him about it. And he said to me, Aaron, you really kind of love it. It is almost three-dimensional. And I was just... I said, wow. And so then finally I saw it and I could kind of tell that somewhat, too. So, And he told me that. And so, you know, I, I, I feel the same way. And honestly, even still to this day, the tornado and that whole scene with that was my most favorite part of the movie because it was just... It, it, it's exciting. So, yeah. Yes.
1: So. One of the other things that really struck me was how funny Billy Burke is. Hmm. As a child. I mean... She, just not that funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. But watching it as an adult, she has some of the driest, wittiest lines. It was just the whole eyes of cracking up every time she opened her mouth. Huh. Was, that was really a revelation to me.
0: Oh, well, How huh. actually funny her lines are. Huh. I don't think of it that way. I, I'll say this. Um, you get me into it so much by what you're saying. I, I want to stop that whole thing right now and and start watching the movie <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly
1: well, huh <laughs> I don't know and I was really impressed by Judy Garland all over again
0: yes um, yes I'm not sure whether it
1: was the new restoration with the higher resolution or whether I just didn't notice it when I had seen the movie before but her acting is is just excellent
0: you're right it is
1: I, just, I was just really impressed
0: by her all over again. Yes. MGM trained her very well over the years, and I, I think that obviously is very, very evident through that movie. And, I mean, I have seen several of her mo- other movies before um, that she made after The Wizard of Oz, but honestly, I think, I still think The Wizard of Oz is the best one, and I still think that's why most people say when they hear the name Judy Garland, they associate with her as Dorothy from the movie, and I think that's it'll always be that way. Uh-huh. So, yes. I'm glad to hear that, obviously, so much for you that you have a great appreciation for the movie even after the restoration, and I think uh, many fans and people like you will agree on that. Now, um, to finish up well, at least with that topic on it, you had gotten a personal invitation to come and um, go to Los Angeles for the screening. Um, can you tell me, did you get that in the mail, and kind of what did that say?
1: Well, I think I think they actually sent them by DHL, which is an overnight delivery service. I see. And uh, it was an invitation, and you know, um, I think it had the same artwork that's on the two-disc set. I see. On the front of the and you know it said on uh, inside you're invited to this reception. I see. And screening and RSVP by a certain date. And oh, they, the dress was they asked people to dress in ruby red chic. Oh. And uh, whatever
0: that meant. Huh. <laughs> Why did you wear?
1: But I just I I went out and bought a red tie to wear with my suit. Ah.
0: Uh. Special effort, yes. Their, their dress, That's uh, neat. That's great. Now, um, I know that John Fricky was there. Um, I hadn't been able to talk to him since he went over there. But, um, tell me how um things were with with him, and I guess with you. I'm sure you you spoke to him. What what were? Do you remember some of the comments that he made, maybe before or after it, the showing?
1: Well, I talked to him a little before at the reception. Um, you know, we just sort of caught up, because I, last time I was my mom was in August. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just said, how you doing? And he had, I mean, he was, he was working. Yeah. I mean, he had be interviewing people, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he did a, uh, a, a presentation before the, before the screening.
0: Oh, I see. So I
1: didn't, I mean, I wasn't, uh. I didn't want to monopolize his time. Yes. And afterward I said I, he was there and I said bye after the movie was over. I just said bye and see him, you know, see you whenever whenever we get together again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't ta- actually didn't talk to him much at the reception, but it was good to see him. Yeah. I don't see him very often. Yes.
0: That's neat. Um
1: and I talked to other people uh the the person, <laughs> the person that I kind of was a fan about was, uh, Margaret
0: O'Brien. Oh, yes. Audience. Yes. And That's right. Mammy St. Louis. And he was, like,
1: six yes. So, um, uh, John, I think it was John during his, one of his, during his presentation before the movie. Uh-huh. He introduced a bunch of people in the audience, people who had special relationships to the movie or were related to people. John Pricky was introducing people who had something to do with the movie or were somehow connected to people who had worked on the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And he introduced Margaret O'Brien, who was in the audience. And she didn't actually work on The Wizard of Oz, but she was in Meet Me in St. Louis with Judy Garland. And my mother saw Meet Me in St. Louis when my mother was very young. Mm -hmm. And she was about the age. Tutti was in the movie, oh. and just fell in love with that character. So oh. I said to myself, "Well, I've got to get Margaret O'Brien's autograph for my mother." So I did go up to Margaret O'Brien after the movie was over, and she gave me um, her autograph and signed it for my mother. Wonderful.
0: So that's neat.
1: I gave it my mother. And she seems to
0: appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure she did. That's neat. I bet you you went back to the hotel that night with okay, wonderful. Drove home. What? Oh, you drove home. Yeah, well, I live in
1: San Diego. Oh yes, so it was I two hours. Did, uh, it was probably like two and a half hours. Yes. I, well, driving up we had to go
0: through a rush hour, so okay. it was longer. Oh, right. Well, Later. then I guess I should say when you went home that night and went to bed, you went and laid your head on your pillow with very happy memories of the evening, right?
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a really good. The whole whole. The whole experience of reception and the screening was a really, really positive thing. That's great.
0: I, I so wish I could be there. I, I was never invited to anything like that, uh, but I I don't know. I heard so much about that. I mean, I'm hearing a lot more from you on it, but I um, heard good things about that. So now, anyways, um, as you um, have been continuing to write these books, do you Potentially see any of them coming into a feature film, whether it be animated or live action. Oh, I don't know. Uh I doubt it. Okay. (laughs) Is that something you might want in the future?
1: Oh, you know, if if some some producer wanted to option one of my books, sure, sure, you know. Yes. Give me some money. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Give me some money. Yes. You
1: know, I don't have much ambitions. Mm Hmm. In that way, Mm -hmm. I, uh, if someone wants to approach me, sure, I'm willing to talk. I suppose it sounds kind of mercenary, but at this point, you know, I'm a cartoonist. Mm -hmm. I write and draw comics, mostly. Mm -hmm. I illustrate books. I also do a little writing and illustrating on the side. Mm -hmm. But I'm a cartoonist. That's what I do. That's Mm -hmm. what I enjoy doing. That's what I'll do for the rest of my life. I anticipate... Who knows what the future holds. Yes. But I don't have... If someone wants to come to me with a movie, I, with an idea to make a movie out of something that I've done, that's great. But I, I'm not going to get too involved. They yes. can pay me the money and take, take it and go. <laughs> and do, what do what their vision is. Yes.
0: And then in a year or two, you'll sit down, um, either maybe at the theaters or with the DVD in your hand that will say... Um, such and such, and based upon Eric Schound over in big bright letters on the screen. Yeah, so well, I, I you'd want... to see my name yes.
1: on the end of, in the credits.
0: Yes. Somewhere. Yes. That's neat.
1: But, you know, in the same way I did the interview for
0: the Wizard of Oz DVD, I mean, they, they did John, John Fricky did the interview and yes. spent oh. about an
1: hour and a half with me. Oh, really? And I said lots of stuff. And so, and I took tons of artwork up there, and they shot all this artwork.
0: Really? And then
1: when, you know, I knew they were going to cut out most of it. I knew they were going to just use a little bit. Uh huh. Of course, that's what they did. I'm on the screen, like, for a minute, maybe. Tom. Yeah. And they, show, and they show some artwork, which I was really happy about, because yes. I'd rather have them showing the artwork than showing me, because
0: who cares what I look like? Oh, wow. Um, Everybody cares what people look like. I care what you look like. You're a great guy. But the you know that. The
1: important thing.
0: You're right. You're so, right. So, <laughs>
1: but you know, and and they had me saying something that it, it, was, it wasn't totally out of context. It was like, oh, why did they choose that?
0: Uh huh. What was that?
1: Oh, they had me talk about a book the Giant Garden of Oz. Yes. And I, it was a, It was sort of a departure from my Oz work in that it was more of a thriller and. Some, a little bit, there's a little more violence in it that's yes my other odds work but uh-huh. if, that's what they chose to focus on so I'm so the last word I have on screen is about how people said it was so gruesome uh huh and I just but I knew going in that's the kind of thing that happens like yes take out what you want you're right the show and they put on what you're what is going to most embarrass you uh
0: huh so that be most be. glad to yes to
1: be in it I mean I knew going in what the chances were. Mm -hmm. All the way up to the last minute, I was, well, I may end up on the cutting room floor. They may not use me. Yes. They had uh, um, interviewed David at the same time. Yes. And someone had told him, probably had seen a review copy or something. Someone had told him that he had ended up on it. But this person hadn't said anything about me. So all the way up until the night of the reception, I was like, well, I don't even know if I'm in this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. And at the reception, I was talking to the woman who works for Spark Hill, was a company that did all the, all the documentaries and stuff.
0: I see. DVD, OK. Who had originally
1: contacted me. Yes. Uh, I was talking to her at the reception. I said, did I actually end up in the... <laughs>
0: on the DVD, said, oh yes, yes, you're in it, you're in it. Oh boy, neat. Now, was Elaine Horn in attendance with um? I can't remember the guy's name that helped along with her on things. Were they both there?
1: Um, Elaine Horn. Yes. I don't who she
0: is. Um, she's on the DVD. Um, and she is the Judy Garland impersonator as Dorothy.
1: I don't think
0: she was there. Oh, that's strange. That's too bad. Oh wow. I, gonna... I don't remember her. Uh, that's... her anyway. Okay. All right. She may have
1: been there. See, a lot of people were introduced from the audience, but the people who weren't like really, really connected with the movie weren't yes. introduced from the audience. I mean, I wasn't introduced from the audience. I but see. There were people like Joey Luft was introduced. Oh, he was there.
0: Yeah. Um, Very good. Now, did I think he? Lorna Lutz, one of Lorna Luft's
1: children, a daughter, was there. Yes.
0: Okay. Her name is Richard. Okay. And no. uh,
1: uh Le- Baum and his wife Claire were there. Yes. Um, so He's a great-grandson of El Frank Baum. Yes,
0: that's right, yes.
1: And all the... Um, the five of the munchkins were there? Five or six, that's I can't remember great. exactly. Yes. Including one who doesn't usually travel. Uh-huh. So, um...
0: That's very really um, interesting.
1: I can't... And... Uh, I there were some other people who were... Um, children of technical people who worked on the film I can't remember exactly at this point yes but people like me who you know weren't really didn't really have a close connection with the actual film itself weren't introduced so Elaine Horne may have been there and I just didn't Hmm. didn't know okay
0: I was just kind of curious about that Now, um, in North Carolina, up in Banner Elk on Beach Mountain, there is a Land of Oz park that has um, been opening every single weekend or the first weekend on October for the past at least 10 or 11 years now. And um, you actually had gone up there, I believe, one time or several times when you were really young and when the park was fully opened and they had an Emerald City and many great things there. Tell me about your time there when you were little. Okay, my
1: mother first read an article about it in the Holiday Inn magazine, mm. and so I was really excited to go there. And it was about a year later, my parents finally gave in and we took a vacation and went to the Land of Oz Park. Um, I'd never, I was born in Florida, but I, was, I moved away when I was six months old, so I didn't, I'd never really been in the South before. And what struck me a, a lot about traveling down there... We lived in Maryland, and we were traveling down... Was it, it South, Carolina um, South Carolina?
0: it's in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes.
1: From Maryland to North Carolina. It took a long way at the time, but it's obviously not that long mm-hmm. a trip. Um, we kept going to, uh, in these tourist traps, and they used to have little wooden toys and games and things, which I've never seen anywhere else except mm-hmm. on that trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still have stuff like that, but that was kind of... Uh, a memory I have from that trip. Yes. Uh, we, driving up the mountain seems to take a really long time.
0: Yes, it does.
1: But it was all twisty, turny and winding around.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we got up to the park. There's a little, like a little tourist village there and the uh, ski lifts are there they, you had to take the ski lifts up to the park. i have never been in a ski lift before or seen one. Really? And uh, they, I don't know what they are like now but then they were they looked like these M&M's Really? And with holes in the bottom, they were like all enclosed, painted bright color, metal. Wow. Spherical things. Amazing. Really? little cars on, the, on this wire, on the ski lift w- wire going up the mountain. Yes. And there was, of course, a hole in the bottom of the car for people to put their skis out of. Um, we weren't going for skiing, we were going to the Oz Park. Yes. And, uh, but there was still this hole in the bottom of the car. and wow. It was like so bizarre to me. Yes. I was really scared of falling out. I mean, I was eight years old. I, was, okay. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was probably about eight, eight at the time. Yes. Um, we got up to the park. It was, the view was beautiful. Um, there was a bust of Judy Garland, I think, as Dorothy. Oh. Overlooking a view. I see. Or was it a bust of. Bomb.
0: That's or, not even there anymore. Bus, a
1: metal bust of one of them. I see. Um, I thought that was still there, but maybe I'm wrong. I
0: don't remember it there, being there. Okay. I don't know if it's
1: still there. Huh. Uh, the, the entrance was this little museum, what they called their museum, out front. I was really excited to go because I thought they were going to have all the odd books on sale, and I was going to be able to buy all the odd oh, books.
0: Oh, really? Wow.
1: I was disappointed in that because oh. they didn't... In fact, in front of the museum, they had this, this case out in the open in this little garden area. Mm-hmm. There were some odd books in it. Um, they weren't all the odd books. They weren't all first editions. I don't think any of them were first editions. They were later editions. It's kind of disappointing. And you couldn't get into the case. You could only sort of look at them through the glass on the outside of the case. Yes. That was a little disappointing. Then we went into the museum. They had uh, one of Judy Garland's Dorothy dresses mm. and some other costumes from the movie. Yes. I don't remember exactly which ones they wore. I think they had one of Frank Morgan's as a soldier costume. Yes, okay. I can't really remember. Yeah, they, I mean, this yes. is all a long time ago. Yes. Um, when you go out of the museum and you go to Dorothy's house yes, in Kansas... All, yes, that's all there. They had a a garden, I guess it was a functioning garden, Um, and you go inside the house and go down the cellar stairs inside the house. As you went down the stairs, there was a a movie playing where you could see, just like in the real movie, in The Wizard of Oz, you could see things flying by, you know, like cows and people flying by, and a cyclone. That was projected on the wall as you down the stairs down the stairs. Yes. When you get down the stairs, you, you're in the house again, but it's a different it's a, it's a different structure than the first house, mm-hmm. and it, it's cockeyed. Um, the, the floors were all tipped, so it was a little hard to walk on, and it was supposed to be the house after it's landed and on. Yes. And you go out the front door, and you're in an on. Yes. And then the yellow brick road, some of the trees were were painted to look like they had faces on them. Um, I don't really remember the trips to the Emerald City on, on the Yellow Brick Road. Supposedly, there, you would go to the scarecrow and he would give a little speech and sing a song and then you would go on to the women and the same thing would happen and the lion. I remember a little scene like that with the witch. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't remember exactly what happened. Okay. I remember the Emerald City much better. Yes. Um, that was sort of the, the main area. They had shops and and uh,
0: dining places to eat. And were they restaurants then, actually?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there, I think there were two places, a couple mm-hmm. places. We ate at one of them. I yes. was just, like hot
0: dogs or something. Okay. It
1: wasn't very elaborate.
0: It wasn't, okay. Um...
1: And there was a stage in the middle of the Emerald City, and you know, once an hour or something like that, they would have a show. It was Dorothy and her friends meeting the Wizard, and they would, and he would go tell them about the witch, and and that, and then they would have that scene of Dorothy melting the witch, and then they would go back to the Wizard. The Wizard was just uh, projected. Uh, movie on a on a circle at the back of the stage. I see. It was just his head.
0: I see. Okay. Um, the,
1: all the other characters were 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 actors, mm. uh, and and were you know on stage. Yes. There were also these two mushrooms. These uh, they were sort of bright orange and yellow, and they were you know people dressed up as these mushrooms and Dorothy huh. had a song I think the mushrooms came out during the song sort oh. of danced around it was like something out of puff and stuff
0: oh cute um, yes
1: and unlike the book or the movie the wizard was able to grant Dorothy's wisdom and, and um uh put her into a balloon yes And send her back to Kansas there was a balloon ride this was like the one ride the park had it was a balloon ride
0: oh really
1: and uh it was behind Behind you, when you're sitting at the stage and looking in the audience, sitting in the audience looking at the stage, uh-huh. Dorothy, the balloons are behind you. Yeah. And, okay. and they had lots of different um, actors in all the different parts. So, Dorothy was on stage, and then, like, the wizard worked some magic, and then, you know, he was supposed to have sent her into the balloon behind you, and you look up, and there's Dorothy, and the balloon obviously was, you know, a different person playing
0: Dorothy. I see. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you could go right. To the balloon.
1: The, the balloons at the park were kind of like a tramway. At the San Diego Zoo, they have a tramway that you can ride across I see. the zoo. I'm sure they have them in other zoos and other places so, like that. Anyway, that's what this was like.
0: It so was, they had a real... It, like a balloon, though. So they had a real tramway over there then at the
1: yeah, park. Yeah. Wow. I don't I, remember y- how long it went. I think it just carried you across the park back to the
0: entrance. Amazing.
1: And, uh... We stayed for the show. We watched the show twice. My dad took home movies of the show. Really? And unfortunately, I double-exposed them later with some other stuff. So I, I developed them, and we have these movies, but um, you can see the show going on in these giant pink and orange and yellow mushrooms dancing around. Amazing. At the same time, it was like me and my friends doing crazy stuff that we had filmed later. So, unfortunately, they're double exposed.
0: Amazing. We've got wow. got a few
1: regular still photographs from the park, though. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Those are just cherished memories and cherished things that like, you'll never want to eventually find out that they were burned in a fire, I'm sure. I mean, I, uh, I well, would feel the same way.
1: I have masks that I bought there. Oh. Paper masks of the main characters, Dorothy the Scarecrow, the Tin Men, the Lion, and the Witch. My sister bought a Dorothy one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she still has hers, but I still have mine. Nice. these Um, we've weird. also got, sweat, we
0: got sweatshirts, too. My sister and I both got
1: sweatshirts. Oh, they had sweatshirts there. Wow. Oh, yeah, they had lots of stuff. It's, I, There's I, stuff uh, in all the shops.
0: Wow. I will say that, obviously, if you haven't been there in the past few years, you know they don't have a stage there. They don't have the restaurants. The Emerald City is not there anymore. And it's, it's I mean, they have the museum. They have the, um the farmhouse and the Dorothy house and all that and they have some of that stuff but a lot of this other stuff they're not doing and they don't even have anymore because I'm sure you know and at least for the people that don't know it was vandalized many years ago and a lot of things were ruined and they just have been over the past few years putting a lot of money in and building it back up so I'm sure you know about that too so yeah I I knew
1: that I, I thought I understood that uh Part of the land had been sold. Yes. For condos.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I
1: haven't been, ba- I've never been back there, yes. but you I should. Other, other people have told me. Yes. About what's should. going on there.
0: Yeah, I had the wonderful privilege, and uh, it's on my site, and you'll see that everyone else can have, that has seen or hasn't seen it yet. I was able to go over there just, um, this past, last month, on October 1st, and have a booth out, and have flyers on the re-release of the movie, and really promote it, and, and kind of work for them, in a way. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was very enjoyable, met many people, and that was much, much fun. Good. Okay. The, the
1: balloon that- Park were kind of like a tramway at the San Diego Zoo. They have a tramway that you can ride across. I see. The zoo. I'm sure they have them in other zoos and other places so, like that. Anyway, that's what this was like.
0: So it was, they had a real. Yeah, like a balloon, though. So they had a real tramway over there then at the yeah. park. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't e- remember how
1: long it went. I think it just carried you across the park back to the entrance. Amazing. And, uh,. We stayed for the show. We watched the show twice. My dad took home movies of the show. Really? And unfortunately, I double-exposed them later with some other stuff. So I I developed them, and we have these movies, but um, you can see the show going on in these giant pink and orange and yellow mushrooms dancing around at the same time as me and my friends doing crazy stuff that we had filmed later. So, unfortunately, they're double-exposed.
0: Amazing, We've got wow. Got a
1: few regular still photographs from the
0: park, though. Wow, that's amazing. Those are just cherished memories and cherished things that like, you'll never want to eventually find out that they were burned in a fire, I'm sure. I mean, I, uh, I well, would feel the same way. I... I
1: have masks that I bought there. Oh. Paper masks of the main characters, Dorothy, the Scarecrow, the Men, the Lion, and the Witch. My sister bought a Dorothy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if she still has hers, but I still have mine. Nice. Um, we both
1: got uh, sweat, we got sweatshirts too. My sister and I both got sweatshirts. Oh, they had sweatshirts there! Wow. Oh yeah, they had lots of stuff.
0: It's, I, I, stuff in all the shops. Wow. I will say that obviously, if you haven't been there in the past few years, you know they don't have a stage there. They don't have the restaurants. The Emerald City is not there anymore, and it's it's. I mean, they have the museum. They have the. Um, the farmhouse and the dorothy house and all that and they have some of that stuff but a lot of this other stuff they're not doing and they don't even have anymore because i'm sure you know and at least for the people that don't know it was vandalized many years ago and a lot of things were ruined and they just have been over the past few years putting a lot of money in and building it back up so i'm sure you know about that too so yeah i I
1: knew that I, i thought i understood that uh Part of the land had been sold yes. for condos.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah. That's I
1: haven't been, ba- I've never been back there, yes. but you I should. Have other, other people have told me. Yes. About what's should. going on there.
0: Yeah, I had the wonderful privilege, and uh, it's on my site, and you'll see that everyone else can have that has seen or hasn't seen it yet. I was able to go over there just. Um, this past last month on October 1st and have a booth out and have flyers on the re-release of the movie and really promote it and and kind of work for them in a way Uh Uh, so that was very enjoyable that many people and that was much much fun